everybody, my name is Lila Martinez, and I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of Let's Talk Books. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the first part of a philosophical book called Sen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Sadly, our special guest for this episode, Chris, couldn't come today. Nevertheless, I will still do the promised talk on this book and give it my own twist. Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance is a fictional autobiography written in the 70s by Robert M. Persick. In this book, we follow the story of the narrator through his trip of the North Dakota Plains, with the purpose of understanding the secret to a fulfilled life. In this story, we're introduced to the narrator's alter ego, who is called Phaedrus, that is based on Plato's Phaedrus. Even though Phaedrus is mentioned several times in the story and is implied many times more, giving us information about his origin, some information about his personality and his past life and his, and his beliefs, we're never really given enough information to be able to predict his next moves or for sure of something that this character may symbolize in the chapters to come. Thankfully, as an astrology enthusiast, I could identify Phaedra's natal chart, which is the sun sign, the moon sign, and the rising sign, based on the information I was given in this book, and by doing that, predict his next moves on the next chapters to come. For those that don't know what astrology is, it is a pseudoscience that can predict human affairs and terrestrial events by studying the movements and relative positions of celestial objects, also known as the sun, the moon, the stars, and the different planets like Mercury and Venus. By focusing on the information I was giving on the first section of the book, on Phaedrus, today I will be identifying his sun sign, his moon sign, and his rising sign, and by doing so, conclude making some predictions on what, based on his personality, he can do in the future. First, we're going to discuss the sun sign. The sun, as we all know, is the center of the solar system. Likewise, the sun sign is, one of, is the most important sign of the whole astrological natal chart, since like it's in the solar system, it's basically the whole center of what the person is, since it describes its personality, its stereotypes, and even its mental illnesses. The sun sign is the one that dictates basically who you are and how it might dictate into your future careers and relationships. Phaedrus was identified by me as a Virgo sun. I could identify this based on many clues. For example... Virgo, Virgo sons are normally very, very national and very intellectual beings, just like Phaedrus. We're introduced by Phaedrus as not only a ghost, but as a very rational and intellectual human being. As, we're no, as we get to know in the later chapters, we know that before Phaedrus had his whole mental breakdown, he was a very intellectual teacher and was an overall very intellectual person. We cannot also forget when we learn about Phaedrus' approach in the classical versus romantic discussion and how Phaedrus leaned more towards the classical approach, which we learn to be the, most, the more serious, the more rational, the less artistic, the less creative, the more intellectual part of a person's approach. Second of all, talking about mental illnesses, Virgo, Virgo sons are most prone to borderline personality disorder, which is basically a mental disorder in which the person not only 
suffers from severe mood swings, but can change the personality in a brink of a second and can become dangerous for them and their mental health. As we know, our character, Phaedrus, had a whole mental breakdown and due to a mental illness, which we never identified, but due to electrical shock therapy, his whole personality changed. And we even get to know that based on the electroshock after it happened, he basically changed from Phaedrus to what we know as a narrator and just called it changing like auras or changing bodies. And this is exactly what a person with border personality disorder will do, which basically helps me lead that Phaedrus is a Virgo sun. Moving on to the next sign or natal chart, we're going to focus on the moon sign. The moon on Earth is known to control tide and waves. And just like that, the moon controls our emotions, our mood swings, and also our drunk actions. I have identified Phaedrus to be a Gemini moon. While Gemini is a sign known for its twins, which is basically its appointing character and how it's attributed and it's a sign, many people see Geminis as hypocrites or two-faced, but I see it more as duality which is something that has characterized Phaedrus since the first moment we know him. At first, some people thought that Phaedrus was just some crazy spirit or an alter ego. But as we later know, Phaedrus is just like a division of the before and after of the realities and thoughts of the narrator. Not only that, but when we know and we learn about Phaedrus' knife and how his identity is divided in two different approaches, the classical and the romantic, it identifies the emotions of the Geminis. Since Gemini moons have been known to be able to divide their personality in two, and not necessarily in a good way, in a bad way. We have the classical approach, which is more rational, intellectual side, which is what we know mainly of the old Phaedrus. And then we have the more romantic side, which is what we know from the narrator, which is the more creative, the more spontaneous side. Besides that, we have the sense of deja vu's and of there being another person there following us. This is something very representative of the Gemini moons. So it kind of shows that duality that they have and that somehow they has two identities and not one. To finalize this reading of Phaedrus' natal chart, we will be doing his rising sign. The rising sign, also known as the ascendant, is very interesting to study. Even though the rising sign doesn't really study the personality or the emotions or the way a person thinks, it not only dictates how a person might look like, but also dictates the first impressions this person will give. For Phaedrus, I, identi I identified him to be a Scorpio rising, and I have very interesting reasons why. Scorpio is a water sign. And if we remember in the earlier chapters how we first foreshadowed Phaedrus, it was what a, by a storm, which makes sense since the first look, the first glance we had for Phaedrus was water and Scorpio is a water sign. Moving on, Scorpio risings are mysterious and sometimes aggressive and emotional. This might represent how after they were camping and the narrator had this whole dream about Phaedrus, he ended up saying that he thought Phaedrus was an evil being. 
even though we hadn't gotten to know as much as Phaedrus as we did in the final chapters, this kind of helped us shape our own opinion of Phaedrus as something scary and emotional, which is a perfect description of Scorpios, especially analyzing their water sign particularities. This might also represent why he had a manic attack. Scorpio risings are known to have a very hard time managing their emotions Why once they reach rock bottom, which is what happens. And that might make people perceive them as evil and dangerous, which is something that we learn or an impression that we get of Phaedrus in the earlier chapters when we first meet him. A very interesting story that might relate his Scorpio rising to his Virgo son that I mentioned earlier is a story. Initially, there was no Scorpio, but rather, and no Virgo, but rather a sign that identified them both. But due to Virgo being too rational and Scorpio being too emotional, they eventually separated. This can kind of also help with the story of the two identities of Phaedrus and the narrator. Since we know Phaedrus is the more rational intellectual side, while the narrator is the more creative and spontaneous side, which also makes sense with the Phaedrus Knife story in which they divide his personality in the classical and the romantic approach. After analyzing Phaedrus's natal chart, I now have enough information to conclude and make predictions on Phaedrus. Now that we know that Phaedrus was a result of electroshock theory, and this might have caused his tendency to dissociate with his body and make the narrator have this perspective that Phaedrus is kind of his past identity after electroshock theory, I feel like this might help us. Even though Scorpio Risings might seem aggressive and emotional, and Phaedrus might seem that he would attack his first, to who is Gemini Moon, he might dissociate a little bit and bring in that duality. But at the end of the day, it's going to help the narrator a lot to understand who he is and help him in his quest to a fulfilled life. Also adding that he's a Virgo sun, which is extremely rational. And not only that, but extremely, Virgo suns are extremely determinate. This might help him move past those obstacles that life has thrown at Phaedrus or the narrator, whatever you think Phaedrus and Nereus relationship is at the end, the the Virgo sun in him will help him move on from these obstacles and will bring the determination needed to find that final quest of being happier and having a more fulfilled life. Even though Phaedrus was a result of trauma and mental illness, at the end, this might help him move on from all his troubles and actually aid him in getting and reaching that goal, that determination that the Virgo sons have. Maybe that passion that the Scorpio Risings that's being extremely emotional brings and that duality of being able to see both sides of the situation that the Gemini moon brings. Phaedrus might actually be a guide that will help the narrator reach fulfilled a fulfilled lifestyle i want to thank you guys again for staying and listening to this podcast i hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as i enjoyed making it i hope you have a very 
awesome day or night, whichever time you're listening to it, and that you're back for the next episode. Bye, guys! Mira lo que se avecina a la vuelta de la esquina, bien.